0: it's Dr. Hector Chapa and Rob Carpenter. The reason that we all have to get along That's is right. because medicine is a team sport. Indubitably. In November of 2019, the National Board of Medical Examiners released a bulletin describing an update to USMLE Step 1 and USMLE Step 2. That got everybody's attention. Without a doubt. The USMLEs would have an expanded question base covering best practice for communications, professionalism, team-based care, and medical ethics. So in short... Aspects of team steps that you all trained on for patient safety will be a focus of future NBME exams beginning in 2020, which already happened.
1: Now, is this something that you were uh, you trained on, or no? This is all? a
0: new deal. So, in this session, it's Dr. Chapa and Rob Carpenter. and we're going to be talking about team-based care. Here we go, guys. I didn't learn this, but I know it now.
1: Medicine and healthcare can no longer be practiced or performed in silos. In fact, it never really was. It's just that people didn't recognize the fact that other people, uh, other members of the team were important. Breakdowns in team communication and team dynamics is a known root cause for patient safety issues and negative outcomes. Believe me, I'm a surgeon. If people aren't communicating, bad things are going to happen. That's good. Therefore, all current and future healthcare providers should understand and, even more importantly, appreciate the importance of team based interprofessional healthcare systems.
0: Mm-mm. So, why this attention to teams, right? Because we're the physician. Actually, we're driving the boat. No, you captain remember, of the ship. The captain of the ship has a what? A crew. It's a crew. Public reaction to problems associated with patient safety reached a critical mass with the 1999 publication of "To air is Human." This concluded that medical errors cause up to
1: 98,000
0: deaths annually nothing but how upset would that be if that was your family member
1: absolutely and mm-hmm. i will tell you i was uh, transitioning from medical school into residency at that point in time and it was not just shocking to us it shook the very foundations of how healthcare was delivered Ooh, boy. since the release of this institute of medicine or iom report the agency for health care research and quality ahrq and the department of defense have been federal leaders in the patient safety movement. A major focus of these agencies has been supporting research and development activities centered on improving team performance in the delivery of care many organizations such as the joint commission the institutes of healthcare improvement and the national quality forum as well as the accreditation council for graduate medical education ladies and gentlemen that's the acgme those are the folks that determine whether or not you have a residency to go to have cited the importance of teamwork in patient safety out from this awareness came team steps team steps or Team Strategies and Tools for Enhanced Performance and Patient Safety was initiated in January of 2003, when AHRQ and DOD convened a national panel of experts on human factors, human error, and medical team training.
0: So guys, when you all came in and you all did your team steps and you do that read back rule and closed loop communication and you're thinking, what the heck is this? This is vital. So just to put it in perspective, again, this started with the DOD. Out of the military, the, yeah, that's the Department of Defense. Because what happens in military circles actually came to medical circles, because communication is vital on the warfield and in the OR. Without yeah, a doubt. So, beginning with this public release of Team Steps resolution in 2006, the AHRQ began its efforts to disseminate Team Steps nationwide, and it has also been adopted into medical school curricula, as it is at A and for medical student training. The same holds true for nursing schools and all allied health training as well. Team Steps is, of course, the background for interprofessional education, which prepares for real world interprofessional practice. So, in this session, we're going to review the key aspects of Team Steps and to remind us of the value of interprofessional education and interprofessional practice for improved patient safety.
1: Team based healthcare has been linked to improved patient outcomes and may also be a means to improve clinician well being. Well, as the director of wellness, I can tell you <laughs> that is absolutely the case. Especially Thank having you. been trained as a medical student and surgical resident where these were not the focus Ooh, by this, any means. Let's stop there
0: for a minute because this is interesting. Back that up. Now none of us, none of our, but neither of us trained that long ago.
1: Not too we're long not ago. old. We're no, not old. Not
0: at all. But listen, how wild is this that in the late 90s I remember when Dr. Gary Cunningham who was the author of Williams Obstetrics, the textbook for OBGYN walked into the labor and delivery floor at Parkland and nurses got quiet. Without a doubt, because they needed they they were asked to to silence themselves. Is this wild? What I mean, it was like the kingdom. It, this is and that was not team based. So thankfully we've moved away from that. Now there's respect, mm-hmm. but there's also team awareness i think that do you know what i'm talking
1: about without a doubt i mean you have to sit there and you have to look at the fact that if people are said to be silent or encouraged to be silent even when you just walk into the room what if there's a problem what if something has actually come up are they going to be willing to step forward and protect not only the patient but but you
0: that's good if the ship is sinking baptist that's where you go preach
1: preach that's exactly (laughs) right there also is evidence that multidisciplinary team-based care is associated with better performance on traditional measures of health care quality, such as emergency department utilization and even hospital readmissions. That gets down to the money aspect of it. And in the end, that's one of the reasons why you actually get a lot of C-suite and leadership that are also interested in making sure that that's we're good. here. In addition, several studies have concluded that optimizing team-based care is a cough- cost-effective intervention daily.
0: Man, so and here's a big take-home, guys. Listen to, to, to this. Why working as a team is so vital because it's all about prevention of burnout. When you can say that you can work, we'll go to, to, to work and enter the ward, go to the ER, go to the ICU, and you know that somebody has your back and that you're working together, I'm telling you, it's a big stress reliever. So teamwork really is protection against burnout. The relationship between high-quality, team-based healthcare and clinician burnout is less well-defined in the literature. Few studies have investigated the interplay among teamwork, patient outcomes, and clinician well-being. Most of the available evidence is from cross-sectional, single institution or brief observational studies that make cause and effect difficult to ascertain. Nevertheless, the existing evidence demonstrates a generally positive correlation between team-based care and clinician well-being. I mean, do we need to study for that?
1: No, not at all. All you have to do is go and actually spend a little bit of time in an ICU, on a surgical ward, or perhaps even more directly in the emergency department, where having the opportunity to have meaning in one's work, feeling that you actually are making a difference and more particularly that you are appreciated and mm. you're appreciating the other people around you is known to not only make you happier and have a greater degree of job satisfaction, but also be able to tie you back into that team, giving you a reason to come back to work. So
0: you know what also is, is a key thing here, Doc, about, about teamwork is that when you feel comfortable, that, that you're part of a team, yeah. right? not a physician and then the nurses, but a healthcare team, is that you can be vulnerable. Yes. So I'm telling you, again, post-call, uh, that w- a- in the middle of the night, when when I can tell a nurse, look, uh, look, guys, I-, I need to go down for 30 minutes. I mean, can you guys please watch, just take care of things for a minute, unless something is a super, can- I need to go down, I need to close my eyes for 30 minutes. To have that vulnerability and, and not have that air that well, I'm th- I always have to be on. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great point. So teamwork, not only is about patient care and patient safety, it's about our overall safety, overall
1: wellness. Absolutely. Taking care of ourselves as individuals and taking care of one another as colleagues, not just partners. Mm -hmm. So if you look back into the way that we were trained, having bravado, having the concept that I'm going to continue to operate or see patients on the ER with an IV placed in my shoulder so that I can still scrub in, those days are gone, ladies and gentlemen. That's someone who should should not be (laughs) at risk. Now, not only
0: is it protection against physician burnout, but it has some big impacts for effective and powerful leadership. As a physician, being part of a healthcare team means functioning as the team leader. Being successful in medical school doesn't automatically mean anyone will be a successful leader. So according to a recent publication by one of our own former Texas A&M employees and staff, Dr. B.A. White, she actually wrote emotional intelligence accounts for 85 to 90 percent of the difference between a good leader and a great leader. Not education, not degrees on your wall. It was your EQ, not your IQ and what
1: is your emotional intelligence your ability to relate not only to relate to other people but to relate to yourself to know your own boundaries going back to what you were just saying again a minute ago dr Choppa, realizing you know what i am fatigued you know what i am emotionally upset by this interaction that i just had i need to step back for a couple of minutes gather myself and then be able to come back in more effectively the days of picking up instruments throwing things kicking the trash can and grading a great <laughs> havoc those need to be gone and as you said earlier they must be gone
0: man my goodness lastly the importance of system-based practice cannot be overlooked. Okay, so we talked about team based care and that it feeds in, that's a foundation for system based practice. These are words guys you're going to hear as an intern, I promise you, because they are tracked, okay? So team based medicine is closely related to quote system based practice, end quote. This is a topic currently focused on in residency education. System based healthcare requires residents and fellows to demonstrate an awareness and responsiveness to the large larger content of the system of healthcare, as well as the ability to call effectively on other resources in the system. Well, you can only call on other resources if you realize that you're a team member. So see how it's all related. So residents and fellows are expected to do a couple of things in order to function as effective members in this system-based practice. So Dr. Carpenter, tell us about some of these things.
1: Yeah, this is a really important list, Dr. Chapa, and I want all of y'all out there to listen to this because this is going to be the way you're evaluated for efficacy and progress through your residency and even out into practice. Mm -hmm. So first, you need to be able to work effectively in various healthcare delivery settings and systems relevant to your clinical specialty. You need to be able to coordinate patient care within the healthcare system relevant once again to your clinical specialty and know when to get those resources Dr. Choppa was talking about a minute ago. You need to incorporate considerations of cost awareness and risk-benefit analysis in patient care. So again not just covering bases but in the end finding the most cost-effective, time effective and outcome-based means of caring for your patient. You need to advocate for quality patient care and optimal patient care systems. Finally, you need to work in interprofessional teams to enhance patient safety and improve patient care quality. And
0: here's the most important thing, guys. It's not just about patient quality, but about your own mental well-being as well. Absolutely. And as an intern, guys, this is why it's important talking about a team based care guess who's going to be your best friend as an intern the nurse The oh my gosh that was not scripted just so you all know (laughs) because we all been there we have been there oh my goodness these nurses will make or break you is that true that's
1: absolutely the case one of the things if you've not already learned this is that is not the patient's bed that is not your bed (laughs) That is the nurse's bed. You need to make sure that you're taking care of your team members and they can, as you said, make or break you. It's important as well because this, when chips are down and that patient may have something bad that's going on, you need to rely on those wonderful nurses and other team members at the bedside to make sure that you're actually setting up a system that can identify not only the risk of errors for that patient, but also identify systems-based problems that could propagate that error over time we have to work together in order to be able to find ways of improvement guys
0: as we wrap this up i want to leave you with this little idea and see if this ever happened to you doc so i remember being an intern in a busy county hospital in dallas and i was writing down in a paper chart (laughs) (laughs) chart, and i write in an order and i was telling uh, our seasoned nurse remember i had literally been a doctor for like a week there you go okay and i said oh we need to give her this and this and i wrote these you know four or five things down and then she looked at it and she said we're not doing any of that
1: <laughs> what and i was like
0: what and the thing is she was right it's like no 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 because guys remember see i had already started in my first week that i'm the
1: doctor that's right
0: and no i was not that doc- she was the seasoned nurse who knew better guys patients do better when we're part of a team this is dr hector choppa and rob carpenter and we've been talking about team-based care on the practice of medicine Giggum. see you next time